Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Martell's Movie Madness with your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with Who Doggy Ho Ho Ho, you sons of bitches. It's a holiday season over here. My name's Cagney Larkin. Okay, I'm not going to talk like that. That was a fun intro, though. You can keep that yeah. stick up if you want. Though. No, I'm not going to do that. Keep that energy. Keep that, but ho, 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 <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> like that. Ho, 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 you sons of bitches. It's a. Uh, it's Christmas time. Jingle, jangle, bringle, brangle. It's awesome. We're ready. Uh, season of warmth, yet it's fucking cold outside, so I don't understand uh, that. It is holiday all. season. Yeah, trick. And that <laughs> is the reason. Don't forget the reason for the season. Movies. That's what brings everybody together. Santa Claus. Shopping malls. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I thought you were going to say something with balls. I thought that was where nope. your rhyme was naturally headed. That's where I turn you and hit you with a corner Ooh, there. What a twist. You pulled out a M. Night Shyamalan on everyone, didn't you? You yep. Shyamalama ding-donged us. Yeah, Shyamalan job. I wish we had like a sound effects board, because that'd be like perfect time for me to go like, boop, <laughs> or some, some type of cool sound effect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, a slide whistle or something. I might buy a slide whistle. Would that annoy you? Uh, no. I might buy one and bring it on. <laughs> bring I mean, it on maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You get it and you bring it on the show and we'll, we'll figure it yeah. out. We'll figure it yeah, out. We'll, we'll see how it is. works. Yeah. We'll see if it annoys the audience or not. A slide, but, uh, a slide whistle is always something that we need to have around, though. Right. Yep. You know? Always keep a slide whistle As on As filmmakers, you. we need a slide whistle in our life. <laughs> or any, just generally anytime you see someone fall. We are human beings with comedic timing, so yes. Yeah, you need slide, a slide whistle. whistle. Uh, so yeah, we're this week is you know we're gonna watch we watch some Christmas horror movies. We Christmas were all indeed. about what the fuck Santa Claus and elves and yeah, I can't tell you after shit. watching all these movies that I feel very much in the holiday spirit, Ryan. Oh, I definitely feel <laughs> in the holiday spirit. I've been in the holiday um, spirit since December first. Yeah. Yeah. It takes me a little bit to get into it. Um, these are movies, like, if you hate the holidays, <laughs> you can identify with, with the movies we oh, watch yeah, today. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, how the holidays can kind of just drive you mad, drive you crazy. We've got yeah. a uh, we've got a deranged wannabe Santa Claus in yeah. both of the first two movies we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some childhood trauma in one of them. Yeah. For yeah. Bo- well, two of them, actually, yeah. really. We think uh, we get down to the... The second well, film probably all of them dealt with now some, that I'm thinking about it. Some serious childhood, man. We had childhood uh, protagonist. We've got some deformity going on. Yeah, we got some cool B effects. Some depravity. Yeah, very uh some sleaziness. A little bit of sleaziness, a yeah. little bit of incestuousness. Yeah, incestuous Naziness. 
Naziness. Nazi incestuous. Nazis and Christmas technically really don't go to hand in hand usually. But we saw but it happen today, man. We did, we indeed. Did. And that movie will not put you <laughs> in the Jolly Home Hollies. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe. It's funny. Ooh, yeah, it's it funny. That. It's a good time. Uh, these movies are all just a blast to watch. For though. sure, for sure. Um, before we get into that, though, Cagney... You gonna ask me what I'm watching? What you been watching? I had a feeling. Uh, you know, I did try to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit this week, and one movie that's always a go-to for me around this time of year is Gremlins. I absolutely oh hell yeah love Gremlins. Everything about it. I love the sequel too, but the first movie takes place, of course, as we know, at Christmas time. Yeah. And I just recently got a 4K steelbook of it, so the movie looks fucking great on 4K. Uh, it still holds up to this day. What a fun film. It parodies itself during the own movie. It has fun, you know. It's Is this a- the steelbook that you bought that didn't have any bonus features? No, that's It. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have any special yeah, features. Wow. Gremlins is loaded, though. It's got like sure, three yeah. different commentary tracks and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, It. Who were the commentary tracks? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, It has not a single... Nothing. Special feature on the no commentary list. or anything. Nothing, dude. Just that's the movie. fucking wild. Just the movie in 4K. So I'll have to buy. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be. They spoke about uh, Andy Muschietti editing chapter one and two together. Together, to, yeah. To release one film, some mm-hmm. on that. I'm sure it'll be chock full of bonus features. Are they going to edit edit it together like with? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be like the 1990 miniseries. Okay, that's yeah. what I was about to yeah. ask. Yeah, if it's going to yeah. be like that. I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Because all the pieces are there. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And there's additional footage they said they'd put in there, too. That's going like to be a the, hell of a... The footage... Damn, we got off on tangent on it. But the footage of Pennywise back in the day, like in the yeah. 1800s, that they filmed of him eating a kid that got cut uh-huh. from part one. It's going to be Ooh, put nice. into that cut. Yeah, and that's what they said... This is before part two came out. Yeah. That all these conversations happened. All right. Yeah. So hopefully they still follow up on that because I know that's yeah. what he wanted to do. I'd like to see spec. that. But yeah, so we talked about that because I also bought a steel book of it and it had zero special yeah. features on it. That's 4K steel book. The movie's just just 4K movie. That's it. No special features. But yeah, Gremlins. Uh, what what can you say negative about this movie? Not a damn thing. Uh. The final third act, the main part of it taking place where all these gremlins are just in this movie theater watching oh, yeah. this movie just causing fucking havoc, having yes, a great time. Yes, yes. It's going to put a slap happy smile on your face. The movie's fucking fun. Gremlins is just fun. I don't care it's who great. you are. It's great. I love it. I love everything about like, it. Like, whether you're a movie snob or just some dude off the street, you're going to love Gremlins. Yeah, I actually worked with a kid that said he didn't like Gremlins. Oh, and I told what him the hell? you need to go back and watch it because... He's fired. Yeah, he watched the wrong movie. He should have fired him. Um... Uh, trying to keep in the frozen, wintry weather mood. Mm-hmm. I moved into a movie that we didn't celebrate on the Kurt Russell giving special. Watch The Thing. Ooh. Which, I'll tell you, man, The Thing is, it's brutal. Yeah. It, it's, it starts heavy, it starts hard, and it doesn't mm-hmm. let up, man. That, uh, the dog cage scene about 25 minutes into the yeah. movie. Probably, probably the best scene in the film until like the very end where they're like underground mm-hmm. but i love that dog cage scene it's amazing but um a movie about isolation you know um how it can make you go crazy and uh oh man there's a movie i left off of my what you watch list because the thing is a good segue into it for the first time ever i'd never seen this film but i bought it on 4k for a uh, 
Black Friday sale. It was only five dollars. Venom. Have you oh, seen yeah. that? Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen. I haven't it. seen either with mm-hmm. Tom Hardy. It's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. Yeah, I, I figured it would be good. Yeah, right? it was I just fun. Haven't seen Tom it yet. Hardy's really good in it. Yeah. and it's a parasite too. That's very similar to the yeah, thing. And you, yeah, the way that Venom was acts. A, was a, yeah. uh, Parasite. Well, he Venom doesn't like being called that in yeah. the film too, which is kind of like a running joke, which is funny. But it's not terrible at all, you know. It's nowhere near as bad mm. as I like. I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, that's probably yeah dumb. I don't watch that. But I watched it. I bought it. It's five dollar, four K blind buy, and I enjoyed it. Um, I watched the visit. M Night Shyamalama. Okay. Movie? Have you yeah. seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Wow, you haven't seen that? Nah. Oh, you should take that home tonight. I haven't it, seen man. very many of M. Night Shyamalan's movies, to be well, honest. Well, I won't go into that movie too much then, yeah. but you do. There's a lot of stuff you'll like about it. There's yeah. one of my favorite things in it is it's a found footage movie because it's from the perspective of... It's two kids that go visit their grandparents that have never met their grandparents before. Yeah. And it's like a documentary being made by the daughter who's like 15, and there's, like, all these random people she'll see in the movie. See, oh, you're making a movie? I've always wanted to be an actor. And they start doing these monologues. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, three different characters do this. In That's the movie. wild. It's, like, a running joke. But it's really funny. Huh. Uh, yeah, M. Night Shyamalan doesn't disappoint. I, know, I think it came out when I was working at Target. And, like, that was – I wasn't really watching a lot of movies back then. Yeah. So, like – uh, it just oh, kind of it's, it's creepy, my man. It's got some some super cool creeps and some super good laughs too. Yeah. It doesn't take itself too too seriously, but it's funny. Um, after that, I think Saturday morning before I went to work, man, I watched what I would say is probably one of my new favorite Christmas films now, man. Uh, Fat Man, starring oh, yeah. Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins. And what sold me on this movie, fifteen minutes into it, is when I realized the antagonist, the villain for this film, was an elementary school aged child. Who we see just being bad, man. Like he's a he's a snobby kid. He's uh, snobby. Lives with his grandma in a very wealthy mansion. Has maids and can do whatever he wants. And this kid, lo and behold, what does he get from Santa? Cole. So guess what? These, guess what this dude does? This little kid. He fucking puts a hit out on Santa. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, he hires a hitman, Walton Goggins. To go put a hit out on Santa. Hell yeah. And it's and Mel Gibson is Santa. It's just chaos ensues. It's a a fast paced action thriller film, you know, with with some cool subtle jokes here or there. Also I watched uh, Freaky mm. with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I need and to see that one. You definitely need to see this movie, Ryan. Uh it pays super homage to Friday the thirteenth within the first like ten minutes. And I was, like, looking over on my couch. I was like, where's Ryan at? He needs to be seeing this movie, man. I was drinking a spiked eggnog and enjoying myself watching that one. It was a super fun time. Made me realize that I'm getting tired of watching movies by myself during the week. (laughs) I was like, damn, I need to, like, hold off and watch these movies with Ryan or find some other friends that can come see me on other days besides Monday (laughs) and watch some movies with me. Because that's one that you just want to tell everybody about when you watch it. You want to share it. You're like, holy shit, did you see that? We get some brutal fucking kills, man. Brutal kills in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they're, uh, most of them are all within the first ten minutes. That's what's up. Like, after the the now, body switch happens, is freaky. Freaky's not Blum. It's not Blumhouse, is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Um, okay. It's the same guy made Happy Death Day. Ah, oh, sick. The same yeah. writer, Well, that director. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's found his niche. Okay. He's found his niche. Yeah. Man. Um... I gotta say this: the the uh, the protagonists, three protagonists are the girl Millie, yeah. that gets the body switch with Vince Vaughn, and her gay best friend, and then uh, African American female best friend, 
And that little gay kid steals the fucking yeah. show, bro. He Word. is hilarious. Yeah. He tries to say something to his mom like, I'm straight. And she's like, honey, there's a million things you are, but straight is not one of them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I cracked. He, he has all these great one-liners. One yeah. of them is in the trailer. He walks in. He's like, oh, my God, it's a fucking bloodbath. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, they're running. He's like, I'm gay. You're black. We're definitely going to die. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> and he's I just, saw that yeah, one. He has all the great lines in the movie. So watch yeah. out for him. Yeah, there's, this dude, the whoever's making these uh, Happy Death Day and everything, they got their – they're taking these classic comedy movies and making them horror. Yeah, and they do good. Happy dude. Death Day is just fucking Groundhog Day with yeah. horror, and then uh, f- this is Freaky Friday with horror. And it's oh man, it's well, actually uh, Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. Oh it's not yeah, a spoiler. yeah, okay, it's yeah. not a spoiler, but we do. It starts out with uh, Wednesday the Eleventh. Okay, and then. Thursday the twelfth, and then when our switch happens, the main gag. It's Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, awesome. So it's awesome. Freaky Friday the thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, and it's a super Jason. We Amash. need uh we need the horror fucking parent trap now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to beat him to it. We need to beat him to it. Yeah, uh, we got to. And finally, to round it out, I watched a new Shutter original called. Oh, man, something just distracted me. I'm sorry. Did we watch the uncut version of Christmas Evil? Did you know there are two cuts of this movie? Um, As far as I know, we did watch the uncut version, There's but I don't have a clue. longer version. I'm not sure if we did or not. Anyways, I watched uh, anything. Let me for, look at my Blu-ray. We'll anything for Jackson on Shudder. Um, Ryan, this movie is about two grandparents who try to bring their kids back or their dead grandson back, right? Yeah. By kidnapping a pregnant woman and performing a demonic seance to bring their dead grandchild's soul into this unborn baby. Yeah, this is the uncut version. Cool. We watched the uncut. Well, All right. Uh, 92 minutes versus this 100. This is 94 minutes on here. Weird. We'll have to look so around. maybe it is the uncut version. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But yeah. Um, oh, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. That just distracted me. I didn't know there's two run times for it. But yes, uh, I don't know if you heard me. Yeah. Two grandparents, yeah, I heard kidnap you. pregnant woman and yeah. try to put their uh, dead grandkid's soul inside, inside the unborn the baby. Oh man! Uh, what happens when you reach out to the demonic universe to reach out for souls? All kinds of crazy Not shit. Good shit. Never good. Not good shit. Uh, I put this shit on Snapchat. This dude shoved his head into a wood chipper. She was insane. Brutal. Brutal, dude. I saw that. Uh, She sent me that on Snapchat. Yes, it was awesome, dude. Um, Super fun movie. Had a blast with it. Anything for Jackson on Shudder. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5. Nice. I know it's the first one I've rated that I've been talking about, but that movie was a 5 out of 5 stars for sure. It's got this some twists that you don't expect. This might be the first time you've beat me to a Shutter original, too. Yeah, yeah. Because like, usually um, I'm the one telling you the to watch. The reason is because I actually uh, – same thing, dude, Saturday and Sunday morning, I did this. I woke up Saturday morning, I saw two posts about Fat Man. Yeah. And I watched it. Sunday morning, I woke up, and everybody was talking about anything for Jackson and yeah. all these horror groups that I'm in. So I just popped it on before I went to work, and lo and behold, I saw a dude shove his head in the fucking wood chipper. Hell, yeah. So that was fucking cool, man. And uh, it's got you'll see why I like it at the because I've got it's got that payoff at the end. Oh yeah, you know the payoffs that I like. You know the, yeah, the I know. shit I like to see yeah. at the end of the movies, and it happens at the end of anything for Jackson. So and other than that, when I wasn't watching uh, movies this week, 
uh, I was watching Workaholics. Hell yeah. a time with some classic fucking Workaholics. Love it. And I realized I love Jillian Bell, dude. Now oh, I'm so, re-watching these so shows. Good. She's so she funny. She is kind of like the unsung hero of Workaholics, man. Like, watch that watch that show again and then just keep her in the forefront of your dude, mind. The, She's amazing. The, 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 the three main characters are like the least funny characters, honestly. <laughs> if you really <laughs> yeah. think about it, yeah. like... Wayman, uh, Montez, Montez Jillian, Set, Jillian, Alice, they're mm. all much more interesting and, they have fun and funny. Plots. Oh my God. Bill, like, I mean, come on. Dude, Bill, Bill and Tez's Great Adventure, that episode. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. Insane. It's so fun. It's so fun. Insane. But they always have good guest stars on that show. Yeah. The plots are always fun. One of my favorite episodes is The Gay Lords Force, where Tim Heidecker is. Uh, the boss of the muscle men oh, yeah, that yeah. raise uh, weights for the Lord yeah. and he finds out two of them are gay and kick them out. And so the workaholics <laughs> guys try to give them the Dude, gay Lord's force. So funny. Yeah. It's, it is a classic show, but that was me this week, man, watching that working at work, uh, counting down the weeks till 2020 is over. Woo. Not too much longer. It's been a year, Ryan. It has been quite the year. Yes, it has. Um, it has been a, a entire year. <laughs> another thing, we talked about our personal life a little bit. You know, I got totaled two weeks ago and just yeah. got a new car. And like the day I got a new car, you got in another wreck. Yeah, <laughs> it was like your second wreck. Thank this year. God, my car is fixed today. Though. Yeah, you got it fixed really quick. I was in an accident this this past Wednesday. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday, and I got I got an accident on Wednesday, and then today is Monday when we're recording this. My car is fixed. I only missed one day at work because I was only scheduled to work on right. Friday. After that day, um, you did way better than I did, man. I got totaled I, and had sixteen week or sixteen days yeah. of uh, rental car and losing work and trying to figure man, out a bunch I of did, bullshit. With I insurance. did really good on this one because I'm pretty sure the only thing that really fucked up was the tire rod, right? And the uh, body stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, they went to pull up. My, my stepdad and mom went to pull apart on Friday. They got all the the body stuff. We had a tire rod at the house nice. because uh, there's a, another Crown Vic just sitting it's in the awesome yard. It's got people looking out for you and like that, man. Yeah, it just it all worked out. He worked on it Sunday. He skipped church so that he could work on the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's drivable. I need to get an alignment, but... It's not that bad out of alignment, so right. I can good. wait a couple weeks. I mean, at dude, least. and it, I'm gonna say nine out of ten cars are out of the line. Uh, they need oh the yeah, for sure, line. for sure. Like uh, next time you're in your car, I don't recommend doing this for more than two seconds. Take your hands off your steering wheel and see if your car drifts to the left or the right. Yeah, <laughs> but then put your fucking hands back down and keep your eyes on the road, <laughs> you dingus. Uh, and that being said, I did only work one and a half shifts this week so uh, ryan i'm sure you have a fucking laundry list yes. of what you watch in movies yes. let's get to it my pick of the week this week is gonna be an all-american christmas carol have you seen this one um it's got uh pins from orange is the new black no, in definitely it. not because the only thing the i've li- ever seen is she's the lead character in this you, you haven't seen hustle and flow she's in that no wow you gotta see Hustle and Flow, dude. It's a classic. I'm not seen Hustle and Flow. It's so good. Like I do not it, hustle it gets or flow, it gets so. written off because of the just the aesthetic of the movie, like as far as it being like a hip hop movie, mm-hmm. but it's a legit good movie. Okay, so good. Um, yeah, but Amer- All American Christmas Carol, 
I mean, you know the beats. It's a Christmas Carol, but it's white trash. And uh, we got Beverly D'Angelo. That's a Tucky uh, the White Trash? Yeah. Typecasted, For man. sure. Typecasted. Will um, she ever escape? No, she's she's going to play the white trash characters for the rest of her she, life. Because she looks like it. She looks um, like every fucking chick I went we to We got the, the blonde lady from Reno 911. She's in there. Oh, the cop? Yeah, but yeah. she plays the uptight mom. Okay. Uh, uptight, overprotective mom. She's funny, dude. Um, we've got fucking that Is one. It's called an All-American Christmas Carol? Yeah, an All-American Christmas Carol. Uh, it's got fucking all kinds of recognizable faces in it, man. Yeah. Uh, and she, basically, this this woman is just white trash. She's got kids that she doesn't take care of. She doesn't work. She's all fucking. Yikes! You know. This looks like a trailer park Christmas yeah, yeah. if I've ever seen one. It's it's definitely a trailer park Christmas movie, <laughs> but it has that charm and that, uh, it has that redeeming charm. quality to it. You know that it's it's funny. It's touching. You know, it's just an overall entertaining movie. Um, hearing you say that and me reading this at the same time, an appalling rendition of the Charles Dickens classic and all American Christmas Carol is monotonous tripe. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I think it's good. I, I enjoy it tripe, a lot. dog. Um, so she's, so it's like just basically the fucking uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. But, it's like, it's like Scrooge. It's like Scrooge, but in the trailer park. Okay. A trailer yeah. park Christmas Carol. Uh, and I gave it a four out of five. I give it a four out of five. Woo! It's something that I watch. I've watched every year for Christmas. Oh, you've seen this before. Yeah, I've watched it every year for like the past four years. Oh, wow. And uh, it's it's very entertaining, very funny. Mm. Uh, it's got that one dude from Napoleon Dynamite that's like 35 and still plays teenagers. Uh, he's He still plays high school students now, and he's like 50. Um, and yeah, it's just a pretty entertaining goddamn movie if i don't say so myself and it's available to watch on prime so you can go ahead and go check that one out uh but you know it is what it is so don't be like don't expect an oscar winning movie you know go in there expecting kind of a fun little light-hearted get together raunchy at least it's got some raunch to it okay you know uh the funny one of the the funniest characters in the movie is the the lady from Nuno Nine One One. I can't remember her name. Her her real name is Wendy yeah. McClendon. Wendy McClendon. McClendon Covey. She, she is funny in that movie. So what a babe. Oh yeah, it's super what a hot. Babe. Um, and then okay, and we're gonna go to oh, she's the mom on Goldberg's. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, that'd be her. Yeah, her big role right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, because the Goldbergs is hot. Oh, I'm sure she's got more money in her pocket from the Goldbergs than she ever did with Reno 911. Probably, maybe. I don't oh, know. Shit, dude, it's a primetime network. Yeah, but Reno 911 is pretty sitcom. big, too. So. That was a Comedy Central yeah. show, man. They're talking like CBS or whatever. Yeah, show. you're right. You're right. It's network TV. Dude, they were able to get Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like, yeah, so. yeah. All right, so now we're going to go into my Shutter movies for this week. Uh, on Shutter, I watched this fucking. Uh, I guess you could call it a Giallo, but I don't really know. It doesn't really have the the beats of a Giallo. It's not like a murder mystery kind of movie. Uh, it's called Lisa and the Devil. It's it's more of a possessiony kind of movie. Uh, I don't I don't really know how to explain it. It's just a lot of stuff going on. It's Mario Bava. Um, definitely worth checking out though. Very entertaining. 
and so fun to watch. Movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie. No, it's, uh, it's an older movie. Yeah, no, it's an older older movie. Yeah, of course it's a horror movie. It's yeah. on Shutter. Well, some of those movies on Shutter aren't horror. They're just they're like uh, grindhousey. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and that was a three out of five on the Martell scale. Uh, then I watched Castle Freak, both Castle Freaks, actually. Uh, the 80s version with Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs, as well as the Barbara Crampton produced 2020 version that just came out. Um, I gave both the three out of five on the Martell scale because I feel like they're both just as good as the other. Nice. Uh, they follow <clears throat> different characters within the realms of the same storyline, if that makes sense. So we got a family with kid and a blind a blind daughter, and it's a mom and dad and a blind daughter in the original. Mm-hmm. And in the remake, it's a couple with no kids, and then their friends come to help them as they're trying to clean this old castle and sell it and get yeah, it all off out of the out of there. And uh, Castle Freak is the actual character design for the Castle Freak itself is pretty good in both honestly because the physical makeup effects are amazing right. for both of them so i tried to watch the first one <clears throat> once man i think i ended up getting kind of bored it's a little bit of a slow burn yeah both of them are really uh the original i think gets going a little bit quicker than the new one okay. as far as like the action goes but i think the new one is paced well enough to where the slowness of it kind of uh, works, Builds you up know what it. I mean. Uh, lots of nudity in the new one. Okay. Uh, not too much nudity in the old one, mm-hmm. but you do see some boobs, some butts, <laughs> and you get to see Castle Freak's vajayjay. Castle Freak's got a a mangina. <laughs> Castle Freak's got a man. <laughs> <laughs> They've both got curious downstairs mix-ups curious so. downstairs mix-ups because we would oh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh god we need a soundboard dude the this original is... castle freak kind of has this floppy mangled dick this yeah. is like the the original mangled dick on uh the last drive-in right or the second one probably because okay. the first one was probably sleepaway camp mangled dick and then we got a like weird vagina with kind of like this serpent like thing that comes out of it a in serpent. the new one it's not like a serpent per se, but it, it has that quality to yeah, it. That sounds satanic. It's it's Lovecraftian. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay. So the second one, okay, so both of them are kind of sort of loosely based on a Lovecraft story, but the second one definitely has more Lovecraft uh, visuals to it. There are definitely some parents that are not allowing that film to be played inside their homes. Yes, neither <laughs> of them, honestly. Um, yeah, so both of them are three out of five. I would suggest checking out both. Um, if you've got the time, double feature them because it's well worth it. Um, double feature. Next up on Tubi, I watched Stop Making Sense for the very first time. Yes, hell since yeah. Since I've been a Talking Heads fan. Okay. Um, what did you think of that, dude? I've seen that oh, it's a wonderful. million times. Wonderful. I didn't know that it was the same director as Jonathan Demme. Silent, uh, Silence of the Lambs yeah. and all these other yeah. fucking great movies. Dude, that's, and you uh, can tell, man. You can, because yeah. this is, it's the, that's, it's the best concert film of all time. Yeah. Hands I'll down. agree. I want to You've never seen anything with production like mm-hmm. this, dude. It just no. builds and builds, and each song adds a new member onto the stage, and yeah. a new prop comes in. It's, it's great. The camera work's exquisite. The music mm-hmm. is fucking amazing yeah uh, these live versions of whoo. these songs are 
great. Amazing. Oh, dude, that Izimbra on there where they're finally all the members are on yeah. stage and they hit into Izimbra, dude. That's the best part oh, of yeah. the show, dude. Oh man, and uh, you get some some talking head deep cuts on Stop Making Sense in there, man. Yeah, that you don't really hear a lot. Um, yeah, making flippy floppy. Yeah, that. Yep. Um, place it's because that album had just came out. Stop Making Sense. Yeah. What is that? Can't remember if that's the name of it or not. Uh, it's the, album the name of the album was Speaking Floppy. in Tongues. Is yeah. the name of the album. Yeah, yeah, Speaking in Tongues. And that album had just came out. So we, that's what we get a we we'll get a Tom Tom Club song. Yep, they do play Genius of yeah, Love. Play Genius of Love, yep. which is a fucking yep. dope ass song. The, ladies and gentlemen, the Tom Tom uh, Club. That life at wartime dance routine. Life during wartime. Yeah, yeah. That, that dance routine they do during that is fucking yeah. fantastic. Um, that's possibly also the best version ever of "Take Me to the River." Yeah, and that, and that yeah. "Take Me to the River." Yeah. <laughs> those those backup singers and dancers are just they're amazing, fantastic they're amazing. in that. And um, uh, God, what is his name? Bernie Worrell on keyboards, just killing yeah. it the entire time. I've seen that shit too many times. Well, dude. I love it. I had an English teacher in high school that was really into Talking Heads and like all that early CBGBs punk. Yeah, and like uh, he made us watch it in his, in our class, or he let us watch. I, yeah. I guess he should say he let I, he us let watch us it watch day, it because that's a great day of school. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't get to finish it because uh, the class wasn't long enough to yeah, watch it's like the an whole hour thing. And Fifty minutes, yeah, for the movie. I so think. we we got we watched a lot of it though, mm. and we talked we kind of discussed it and how uh, David Byrne had this sort of abstract, absurd kind of. Uh, oh, especially sense during of humor. the opening, the yeah. Psycho Killer, which is him yeah. in the boombox on stage playing the drum yeah. loops, and he's kind of, he's like falling and then falling, and then mm-hmm. he catches himself when it's time to play guitar, and he dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 dun. and it's I just think it's really good. It's That's probably beautiful. my favorite. Now you have to watch Love, uh, uh, David Burns' American Utopia. Okay, uh, which I was fucking lucky enough to see in person at uh, Ovens Auditorium in Charlotte nice. last May. Hell yeah. Sold out, dude. It was fucking amazing just to be able to see David Byrne perform. Yeah. But it is a caliber of Stop Making Sense. It's David Byrne and 12 other musicians on stage. And Spike Lee directed this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. And it's on I do love HBO Spike Max. Lee. Yeah. I haven't sure. watched it yet because I've seen the performance. I'm going to have to check it out. Person, but Spike Lee directed yeah. American Utopia. I'm, I'm probably going to eventually break down and get HBO Max because it's they're going to so be dropping all those movies so worth it. straight to HBO uh, Max. But, like, how crazy is that? The, both Talking Heads, basically, essentially Talking Heads concert. Yeah. This, this one's just David Byrne. But directed by these prolific like directors, prolific yeah, directors. Yeah, super prolific. Yeah, so that just tells you David Byrne is a fucking genius, man. I love him. And I'm I'm pretty sure Spike Lee is an artur. Like oh, he of course. he definitely of course. is like a director, yeah. editor, all oh, that yeah. shit. I think Jonathan Demi had just finished Silence of the Lambs whenever he made when that, Stop when Making he made Sense. That? Yep, he had just wow. finished up Silence of the Lambs. Like it that's like the yet. only horror movie to ever win an Oscar too. Mm-hmm. Like sick. Uh, so yeah, I gave that a four out of five. Uh, just because it's not like a movie movie, it's like just a, it's a it's performance, an experience, you know, though. it's so much more than just so, watching a concert. You know, so I probably won't rewatch it too much. Like I'll watch bits and pieces of it over, but like, I probably won't watch the whole thing over again. Probably, you know, maybe, but who knows? But I watch, I, I wake I, up and throw that on. Dude. Yeah. It's, it, I'm going to watch performances off of it for sure. Over and over again. Um, and then I watched the elf. Uh, this one's okay. It's not the greatest thing I've ever watched, but it's fun for what it is because it's one of those super low budget, 
hacky ass shitty horror movies it's got bad cgi it's got good blood it's got uh a sexy chick getting chased around with clothing that she shouldn't be wearing with a snowstorm going on outside <laughs> and uh yeah and, and it's, it's just pretty fun to watch it was just overall not quality but uh still worth watching for sure i'll probably end up rewatching it at some point right on. Uh, so i'm giving it a 2.5 out of 5 and then the last thing i watched on tubi was silent night deadly night 4 the initiation uh, or just initiation, I guess, yeah. Uh, so, I give that one a 3 out of 5. I'm just going to go ahead and start with the rating on that one. Uh, we got Clint Howard. We got gross fucking bugs and shit going on. Uh, there's no Santa Claus killer. This one has like a more... Uh, this is like Rosemary's Baby at Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, except for without a baby. There's no baby involved. <laughs> uh, there's no baby. No. The opening scene is a sex scene in this movie. So, I mean, it, it gives us the sleaze that we're used to with the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Right out of the gate. And uh, it gives us the cool blood and stuff. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Brian Usna is the director for Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Okay. Uh, you know who that is, right? No. Reanimator. Uh, he didn't, oh, right he didn't. He didn't direct Reanimator. He uh, was like the effects guy or something on okay. Reanimator. And... Uh, he did direct Bride of Reanimator and From nice. Beyond and Society. Yeah, great movies. And a lot of body horror. He does a lot of body horror. Yeah, Brian Uzuma. Uh, yeah, I and I think, yeah, Scre- I think uh, Screaming Mad George did the effects for this and for Society and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, this one's a lot of fun for sure. Uh, you're going to want to check out, I'm dropping a surprise a little later on, on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and make sure you're subscribed over there. Uh, it does have to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night, but that's as far as I'm going to go with telling you guys what it is. Um, so yeah, that's the three out of five. Those three were on Tubi. The other three I said were on Shudder. Uh, I think Castle Freak is also available on demand on a lot of other platforms. So if you don't want to watch it on Shudder, then you can go check it out somewhere else. Um, so yeah, now we're going into my Amazon Prime movies that I watched this week because I got Amazon Prime back because it's holiday season and I'm going to have to do a lot of shopping online. Uh, and I'll probably be using Amazon for some of that at least. So I need that free two day shipping. Uh, first thing, uh, is surviving Christmas starring Ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, and Christina Applegate mm-hmm. and uh, Catherine O'Hara. She's also in it. She's nice. the so okay. And the kid from Sex Drive, not Clark Duke, but the other one, the actual main character. What's in up? Sex what's Drive. up? Is Tasty? Um, he's in there as a teen, as a young teenager. Right and um, Ben Affleck plays this like just uh, he's like a millionaire playboy kind of character a millionaire who he doesn't really celebrate christmas and his girlfriend gets upset because he wants to take a a trip to fiji for christmas and uh she wants to spend time with her family and she wants to meet his family and Mm -hmm. all this and she doesn't really know anything about his family and he's keeping it a kind of a mystery and she's leaving him and he's like gonna be alone for how for christmas and he's all uh 
upset and existential about it and he's getting all depressed and whatnot so he like hunts down her therapist Mm -hmm. in a airport and like is begging him for advice at the airport when he's trying to leave for his uh, family trip and he tells him that he should go somewhere that reminds him of his childhood and write down all of his grievances and burn them and say i let you i let go or whatever right so that's what he does he gets a cab and he takes it back to his childhood home, or allegedly his childhood home. Allegedly. Uh, I don't remember if it was ever revealed if it was actually his uh, childhood home or not. But uh, he does that, and James Gandolfini sees him outside, because that's who lives in the house now, currently. Thinks he's trying to burn down the house. So he goes out and whacks him with a snow shovel. And Right on. The family that lives in this house is James Gandolfini, uh, Catherine O'Hare, and their son, which is the guy from Sex Drive that I was talking about. And so he is, they bring him inside. He's knocked out by this fucking, and and, and then they, uh, long story short, he decides he wants to rent this family out for the holidays and do everything that he used to do with his family, um, or quote unquote do with his family. And, uh, Christina Applegate plays the big sister in the family who shows up later while this is all going on. And he offered like, a half of a quarter million dollars to James Gandolfini and his family to be his family for the holidays. So like, of course they go with it and he's making them do all kinds of weird stuff. And, uh, James Gandolfini's not having it. He's, he's, he's upset that he's making him wear a Santa hat and shit and calling him son and calling him dad. And it's, it's, it's funny as hell. I think it's just one of the, uh, it's a movie that I kind of, I guess I slept on or I missed somehow. Uh, but it's got comedy. It's got that touching, touchy feely Christmas movie element to it, mm-hmm. and um, you, know, you can't go wrong with James Gandolfini and right. uh, Catherine O'Hara anywhere. So that one gets a four out of five on the Martell scale. Then I watched uh, a couple of other Christmas movies on Prime: Sleigh Bells, B E L L E S. Sleigh Bells. Uh, it's actually S-L-A-Y-B-E-L-L-E-S. So it's a play on words. Uh, it's about these three girls, sexy girls, of course, because why would I watch a movie called Sleigh Bells if it didn't have sexy girls on the cover of it? <laughs> uh, who are like these, uh, they go on these urban adventures where they go to like abandoned places and like walk around and take pictures and do like live video streams and shit. And one of the places that they're going is called Santa Claus, Santa Land. And what happens on this fucking adventure, they actually run into Krampus, who has been frozen at this Santa Land for however long, because the owner of the land is actually Santa Claus. Wow. And so Krampus gets loose, and all hell breaks loose, and these girls have to help Santa get Krampus back into the freezer and freeze him. Right on. And it's got a crazy twist ending, and uh, goddamn, I didn't see this one coming. Man, I'm going to be real. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> right on. Uh, I really thought this movie was just going to be some titties and some blood, and like that was all I was going to yeah. like about it. But it actually had a pretty cool concept. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna straight surprising. up give it a 3 out of 5, honestly. Uh, because it was just surprisingly right. more, co- more quality. More quality for sure. Uh, there's only one actual scene with some titties, like actual exposed breast yeah. in it. 
the girls are dressed sexy the whole time though but there there's only one exposed breast scene so two boobs if we were counting for joe bob uh and then i watched uncle nick which is a dark comedy a great, with like a family drama overtone to it too starring the one and the only brian posehn yeah and it's got a uh little bit of cleveland indians baseball history in there for you yeah too. that's the whole recurring yeah. motif about yeah. the story that happened which and is it's a real like, story yeah it's like broken up into chapters mm-hmm. and he's telling the story uh well that to actually coincide with what's going on and i think i've Christmas. told you about the uh the seven phases that a film moves through yeah each segment mm-hmm. div- seg- uh, divvies up that film into yeah. the seven phases each, nice um it's really similar to like when when Harry met Sally. Have you seen that? No. With Meg Ryan and Tom uh-huh. Hanks. They do the same thing, but with old couples talking to okay. the camera about their life. You know, okay. And it like divvies up the seven sections of the film. They okay. hit all those plot points. Wow. But they use the uh, that wraparound that, baseball yeah, story okay. for this movie. Yeah, it's yeah, really that's cool. pretty cool. Uh, so Uncle Nick is Brian Posehn's character, mm-hmm. uh, who has this, who starts out the movie having this weird ass goal of wanting to fuck his stepniece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the stepniece is into it. That's the weirdest thing about the whole fucking thing. <laughs> They're not blood relatives. And, no, not blood relatives, but just close enough to make yeah. it weird. <laughs> and she's awkward. like twenty, and he is like at least forty. And he's Brian Posehn. Like, and he's Brian so Posehn. If you yeah. know what Brian Posehn is, and you see, it's it. It can't be Brian Posehn's real wiener, but it's there's some pecker in there. Yeah. He's he's doing a dick pic, and you see Brian Posehn's pecker. <laughs> yeah. Um. We got an, an almost unrecognizable Missy Pyle in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know that was her when I when I saw this movie. Uh, not the typical character she plays. Um, basically, this this is uh, Brian Posehn. Uncle Nick's brother is like a dick, and him and his sister are like the obnoxious two, and he's like the uppity preppy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of funny tropes in this movie and yeah, just movie delivers on the jokes crazy stuff going on more boobs in this movie always got a shout out when there's some boobs in there uh not gonna spoil anything for you guys because this one's a good one you need to go check it out on prime uh this one's it's awesome on now yeah it's on prime okay, i yeah. saw it on netflix yeah, back yeah. In the day. it's a four out of five for sure go check it out uh it has the craziest ending that could ever go in this fucking movie yeah it's pretty wild um so definitely go check out uncle nick and then sticking with the uncle theme a non-christmas movie but a banger if i don't say so uh as you know the crazy motherfucker that likes all these wild ass movies uh this is a straight up oscar worthy movie i'm not gonna lie to you guys uh it's quality as fuck it's got story. It's got good acting. It's shot well. It could be a contender for yeah, Oscar. yeah. You never know. Uh, I'm giving it a five out of five. This is the story of a a young girl who moves to New York for college, where her uncle is a professor at the college she goes to. Girls go to college, and to she finds out knowledge. that he's a homosexual, uh, which his family and a lot of other people don't know and um basically this whole movie is about his journey to coming out or being forced out to his uh family uh after his grand after his father dies right. uh 
uh you said you cried a few times touching yeah. stuff man i cried a bunch during this movie um not like ugly well yeah i did ugly cry at one point no. but i welled up at a, a couple other points and got a little bit of teary-eyed it. but uh yeah definitely check this one out it's got the uh the girl from stranger not stranger things uh the girl from it, it yeah. and uh the dude movie. who plays vision and the avengers movies Paul uh, yeah that's his name uh, He's a killer actor. S- Steve Zahn is in it. From, is he the uh, other gay guy? No. Oh, that was going to be. He's his brother. I would have cut it That's on right now. That's his brother. No. I would have cut it on right now. The other gay guy is, um, he's the, a Middle Eastern actor. I can't remember his name right off the gate right now. Uh, but he's, it, in a few, it, he's in a few things, too. Is it dude from Silicon Valley and Stuber? No. No, oh, it's not him. No. I would have cut it on right no, now. No, no. Um, <laughs> uh, Let me fantasy cast over here. Fuck who else is in it? Uh, oh God, Judy Greer is in oh. it. Yeah, she plays his uh, sister-in-law. I don't ever hear too much from Judy Greer. Yeah, she's in there. Uh, well, she's in like the Halloween movies right now. That's her like. Yeah, she's the the daughter of Jamie thing. Lee Curtis. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she's gonna kill. It's it it's got some. It's got a few other recognizable faces in it that I can't really place right now, but it is. Definitely worth checking out. A five out of five, like I said. Wonderful, beautiful movie. Uh, I had read an online an article online talking about how it was a uh, like a fucking misrepresentation of the South or whatever, or like a I don't know. I'm pretty sure as homophobic as the South still is, that it was just as it was just as much homophobic or more homophobic in the '60s. So whoever wrote that article was goddamn wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same with anybody who, um, there's this whole movement of people trying to prove that, like, people from the South aren't ignorant and, uh, uneducated and poor white trash, basically. And yeah, not all of us are poor white trash ignorant motherfuckers, but there's a good number of us that are. Uh, there's a good number of people from the South who are terrible human beings. They're ignorant as hell. Unfortunately. And then there's a number of us, us out here that are just goddamn poor as fuck and broke as hell and live in trailers that the walls are falling apart and the floors coming, uh, apart and the goddamn bathrooms, the sinks don't work and the toilets don't flush and, you know, everything's a little bit fucked up everywhere you look. But, um, that's, that's not like generalized to the south either you know no it's it's any impoverished area but like you know it's it's a good number of southern people and uh i just don't i don't feel like it's fair to try to to try to say that we're not something that we clearly are because if you look at the map when uh from election day uh there's a lot of red states around here so there's a lot of ignorant uh dumbass motherfuckers out here that are still backwards thinking and uneducated. So uh, let's not try to jump on our high horse too much. You know, this is the new South and we're, we're trying to move forward and there's a lot of progressiveness going on, but there's still a long way to go before we can act like people portraying people from the South as ignorant hillbillies is a uh, farce. I mean, one day we <clears> hope <throat> to live in an America where there's not a North or a South, but there is a, but th- th- no, th- that's important though, because there is a culture, there is a, a lot of beauty and art in right. our in our culture 
and it's important to acknowledge both whenever you're talking about yeah, these things. Yeah, you can't just just the generalization of people. Yeah. from a geological yeah, standpoint, yeah. it's wrong. You know, it's ignorant. Mm. It's like, it's just as bad as being racist. But it's know? just the thing, you know. It's it's a thing that happens, and it's gonna happen until there's a world where, you know, we're not stereotyping anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're gonna find a way to stereotype people till the end of time, probably. Uh, we may move past racism and shit, but it'll be something else because human beings are fucking pieces of shit, you know. Dude. And uh, maybe you don't agree with me on that, but hey, it's whatever. Uh, so moving along, we've already talked a lot, and this is—we're not even into the movies yet. You had a, you had a long, had a long what you watching? Um, and then I went on a fucking tirade, which doesn't even matter <laughs> about fucking people trying to defend the south and it's like whatever get out of here <laughs> which i get why they do it because it's all it's always the people who are educated and who are you know right. you know doing a little bit better in their life that want to talk about that it's stuff fighting but, a battle that can't be won to uh, my advice it's, to it's, anybody like that it's always people from Asheville. Yeah, do better for and, yourself uh, charlotte yeah. and and cities where there is a lot of progression and uh, gentrification yeah. and all this good stuff going on where there's white people that have uh, money and education living there and uh, they don't live in small towns like Buford where or small communities like Buford's small towns in Lancaster where uh, you know half the fucking city is unemployed you know and there's a fucking crazy opioid uh, the opioid problem is so bad that uh, you're literally seeing signs for Suboxone and rehab centers like everywhere, mm-hmm. every other corner. Uh, you know, I live out in the country. I don't live in the city, but there's still an abundance of liquor stores. So it's like they want us to get fucked up and they want us to kill each other and they want us to kill ourselves so that we can be bushed out and replaced by all these fucking yuppies that are moving oh, down here from the north. Ryan dropping some heavy conspiracy I mean, theories. Today. No, no, no. Oh, I'm Lord. just getting. I'm getting political. I mean, not really political, but uh, man, I thought we were here for the holly jolly. I'm getting a little more do- I'm a little Christmas more deep spirit. than I normally do, and we're gonna get back to the Christmas what's, spirit. What's gotten into you, bud? So I don't know, man. I just get, I'm getting revved up, dude. Because bug up your ass, right? Yeah, now. I got a bug up my ass, man. It's Calm really. Uh, it's just crazy, man. I don't People know. People here. For the, for the movies. We're here for the movies, this I know. This is like getting two on cinema right now. Let's, You're coming to gonna... my decker. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. So let's transition into You're something a little more fun. Uh, I did eat some weird stuff this week. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since this is something you like to talk about on here, uh, it tickles Cagney when I talk about odd combinations of food. <laughs> it does. Um, you always eat some weird things. I, I put mayonnaise in my chili. See, and that's like off gate fucking odd yeah it, it just seems like weird it makes, really does that makes my face feel greasy but and, when you and think I about the it word cholesterol in big red letters but you know mayonnaise actually doesn't have that much cholesterol it's not that bad for you there's a misconception I'm about sure mayo is fucking terrible for you there's a there's a misconception about mayonnaise man what is what is the misconception the, miscon- for you? the misconception is that it's the, that it's terrible it's probably the worst uh condiment you can use yeah but really, it's not. Says who? Says the fucking nutrition label. <laughs> Have you ever looked at the back of a mayonnaise jar? Don't, don't yell at me. Have you ever looked at the back of a mayonnaise jar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's high. It's high in calories. Yeah. And it's all fat. But 
the percentage of fat that it is is low. Okay. You know what I mean? Like in your daily diet, the percentage of the fat that it uses yeah. for your daily diet is low. Um, if you eat the suggested serving, <laughs> if you, you use the, listen, if you use this. the suggested serving of mayonnaise, which is a tablespoon, it's not much. I mean, it's it's a lot, but it's yeah. not much at the same time. It's not that terrible for you. But the thing is that there's a lot of Southerners, especially that fucking put globs of mayonnaise in shit All these or on shit. Southerners, man. And it's 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 and then it's part of our thing, man. We we we're we're comfort food people. You yeah. know what I mean? We 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 it's ingrained in our culture that's me um it's ingrained in our culture and we're like taught from a young age to eat these way eat these things like we learn these habits you know early in life because of our culture because it's southern food it's just the way people have cooked around here for forever but yeah i put mayonnaise in my chili and it was fucking good i was surprised (laughs) i put uh, i put it in there and i was like you know worst case scenario i just don't like this flavor combination but you know, like worst case scenario, you have to throw it out. I par- I'm going to power through it because I didn't put it in like a whole bowl. I put it in like uh, I was nearly finished with it, but I needed something to cut the heat to finish the bowl. So I threw a little bit of mayonnaise in there, not even a full tablespoon, just a little bit to, you know, cut the heat a little. And lo and behold, a zesty new treat was born. <laughs> I'm going to put mayonnaise in all my chili from now Mayo on. Mayo chili. Yeah. I never thought it would be good. I'm going to be honest with you. I was skeptical myself putting it in there. But I mean, people put mayonnaise on hot dogs and then put chili oh, on their hot dogs. Mayonnaise on hot dogs is good as hell, yeah, too. The bun. Yeah, and I ate that, and I think that's pretty much the weirdest thing I did. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Mayo so, chili. we've already... This is an hour. Weird. This really? is going to be a long episode. Really? An hour? <laughs> We're at 52 minutes. I'm probably going to edit out a lot of that shit that I said. About I'll probably what? edit out a bunch of this, like a lot of this yeah? right here. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Just leave it. It's good. Don't edit it. Uh, so, Christmas Talk. Evil was the first movie we watched Hey, today. Christmas movies. All right, guys. Yes, made sir. it to the title of the We're episode. We're actually going to talk about our meat of the episode You now. know, I've always thought this was funny that, like, you see the title of our episode, but it always takes us forever to get to you know, what yeah. we're doing. It's always it's not a bad journey, but half it's of just the episode, funny. Half of the episode is usually the us talking about what, what you're watching, watching. Yeah. and then a, the other half is the meat of the episode. I mean, we can push through it or not. Let you let uh, fans let us know. Do you like oh, yeah. our over descriptive what you're watching? Do you want us to power through them and get to the meat of the episodes? What do you want? You know That's what good. I might do? I might edit this for the general public and put and the put uncut version Patreon. up on Patreon. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You start like right here. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And if yeah, you're not, if you want the, no, I'm going to cut out the rant and uh, the Mayo talk probably. The rant for sure. I'll cut the rant the out. Rant it wasn't long though. None of that was re- okay. I can't cut any of this out. Dude. No, fuck it. It wasn't long. You're gonna have a long we're episode. We're brainstorming. This week. We're brainstorming. Hey, we'll give the people what they Giving want. Giving them a long episode. More content, this week. more content. But you guys chime in. Let us some messages. What do you? Oh, you think this is granny? Like? I'm gonna get really crazy on the fucking Christmas special because I always get emotional on that one. Why? It's Christmas. It's time to get emotional. And we're watching the Hanukkah movies for the Christmas special? No, or? no, no. We're going to watch... Uh, it's going to be a surprise. She Was So Pretty. Yeah, She Was, she was So Pretty 1, one and two, 2, and then we're going to do the Black Christmas movies, all all three of them. And then a surprise movie? If you want to. Sure. I wasn't planning on it. I thought you said it's going to be a surprise. I was going to surprise, but you just blurted it out, so I was just like, all right, we'll just tell them. Oh, a surprise for the audience. Yeah. I thought you meant for me, man. Not for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. But it's all good. Well, you guys, you got, uh, you got good... <laughs> Christmas special coming. 
Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. Okay, this is one of my favorite horror okay, Christmas yeah. horror movies. That was for our sure. first movie we watched today. We watched uh, Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. They yeah. put this out just recently, a few years ago. Uh, the story of a man named Harry. Yeah, Harry, correct mm-hmm. first correct name of the day. Um, we're you know we gotta keep up with our names. Yeah, uh, a man that's just infatuated with Santa. Oh yeah, wants to be obsessed Santa, but creepily so not a whole ho- wholesome yeah. wholehearted no not a mixed holy kind of way jolly <laughs> santa claus the, he's watching the neighborhood children yes and he's marking whether they're naughty or nice and not i'm not talking a checklist i'm talking this dude's got books with a page for each child and a whole list of things that the child has done uh whether it was naughty or nice things and that made me feel so uncomfortable. I was like, this is creepy, man. This guy is, like, voyeuring on these kids on their daily lives without them knowing, you know. And he's yeah. Just like, he's making his list. And he's to the point that it's peeping, thrice. like, he's peeping through windows it is, and shit. And it made me feel uncomfortable as a viewer. Uh, Ooh, it's, it, was it's, that the point? Yeah, it is. It is. That's where, okay, so we don't get a, we don't get a kill in this movie until the third act. We don't see anybody die until the, until the third act. Yeah, and that's what subverted my expectations. So the the horror of this movie is like the the creepiness of this guy. His just sent into a full yeah, it's just Santa watching Vegas. him creep on these kids and plot his Christmas night activities, Christmas Eve night activities, um, which really doesn't happen. He he enters a fugue state whenever he applies a Santa beard. Yeah, almost. Everything. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like kind that. Of snaps. Yeah. And yeah, there's no coming back from that. He's fully entered the I mm-hmm. am Santa Claus now. And uh, what kind of sets this off? His whole obsession with Santa Claus. From when he was a child. It's from when he was a kid, and he sees his mom and dad dressed as Santa. Which they're doing something weird, some weird tango. Man. Oh man, got they're the getting dad on his knees. Huddled around her legs, oh. just whiffing her crotch. He's like rubbing on her leg, and like wow. I, I'm thinking it's like a, a pantyhose fetish thing, maybe. It was but he's just down there, kind of like it was being like, dirty. Like I go down, like <laughs> I go down, but you go down there as a person, yeah. You know, in this position he's in this film mm-hmm. for a few seconds, you know, as a tease, but then you like make your way back up, you know, to mm-hmm. kiss your partner. That's what he, you say. Yeah, yeah. He just chilled. Yeah, Not, no lips touching anything. Mm-mm. Just just rubbing on that just leg, rubbing on the thigh while Going, staring at her mm, crotch, yeah, right. making so very satisfied noises. Odd. But here's the thing, though. This movie. When did this movie come out? Nineteen. We don't have a good. Don't have a year here. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah. So seventy nine. So, so like I this think. is kind of like right before slashers really start to show nudity and shit like mm. it, i mean there's nudity in some of the older slashers you got halloween you know, you know just a cu- you know just a little bit though like mm. and it's and it's it's there and then it's not right they wanted to linger on the scene yeah so they couldn't make it too raunchy yeah because they would have to cut it you know so they kind of like i guess they kind of left it open what for i think's funny is that like, there's no other podcast out there that is like breaking down what yeah, his yeah. dad was doing yeah. right here to this mom. I mean, I'm sure there is, but this is definitely... I don't know. I I've never heard one. Other people are going to go I've over. never heard one. But, we've, but we've, to me, I'm going to be honest with you. To it. The first time I watched this movie, 
I found that scene incredibly erotic. Even though it is kind of a weird, like, awkward thing that he's that that the action is kind of awkward there. I found it uh, weirdly erotic because it's like this fetishistic kind of. Uh, yeah, it does feel like he's doing some type of animalism. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like he's just enjoying being there, maybe, being close to maybe it. Maybe we just got to try it to understand it. I'm going to be real with you, dude. I did try it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, nah, I'm just fucking okay. with you. I didn't. But I posted that I was trying to be like that for Christmas, and I was kind of like that for Christmas that uh, one year. Okay, so, nice. Ryan got him some Christmas gonna, booty. Well, yeah, approximate what? Christmas booty. Approximate Christmas booty. Uh, actually, it was Christmas Ryan? Day when uh, I went over there. Ryan so. got some Christmas booty. Ryan got some Christmas booty. Uh, Lucky Christmas you, man. evil, Lucky man. Guy. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and get, I'm gonna flat out say it, man. Four out of five. Yeah, four out of five. We get four a, out of five. A madman who uh, literally descends into being Santa and then commits his first fucking murder in a, in front of a crowd of people at a midnight mass. Yes. At church. Yes. Uh, kills most of them with a hatchet, but uh, stabs the first guy through the eye with a toy soldier. Oh, yeah. Um, who this man here he is also the owner of a toy factory. No, no, he's, he's like a, a manager. Manager, yeah, because yeah. he got a promotion from the toy line. To the managerial position, and uh, I was wondering while we were watching the film, I was like, "Damn, how they secure like an actual you know, toy factory for this?" It was the mother of the executive producer's uh, toy factory. Nice, That's they owned up. it, so they're able to film in there and do whatever they want, and that's cool. But um, you know, coming into this movie, you know, I thought it was going to be a hack and slash through yeah. and through, but th- that's not what this movie is. It's no. a cool character study. It really gives you some guy. good suspense and, and dread. And then at the, the very end, we get the uh, we get the toe of the line mm-hmm. between uh, reality and fantasy yeah. because uh, it's he's in a mad chase from the town that's trying to kill him now because he's gone out committed yeah. a few murders, and he drives his van off of the side of a, like a, a cliff yeah. and drives into yeah. the sky, into the night, while you hear a uh, voiceover reading The Night Before Christmas. And yeah. uh, it's like, did this really just happen? But I don't know. This, was this, all this in his movie head, you know? is a trip, though. It's a, it's a it journey. It's fun. Um, trauma. You said in the rights at one time. Yeah. Uh, literally, because the building that housed the licenses burnt down, and trauma walked up and just picked up what they could and owned it <laughs> that's wild that is so fucking crazy yeah that is so fucking yeah. that is very yeah. lloyd kaufman though. so uh it was literally a fire sale wow yeah wow they picked up what they could from the rubble bro and, and i'm uh, gonna you guys need to go owned it. you need to seek this one out if you're a horror yeah. fan um probably not too too much to get a copy of this um on blu-ray without the slip cover yeah probably 18 to 20 bucks on ebay you want that slip cover? You're oh man, around thirty-five, just go, fifty. Just go ahead and buy it from Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, on their it's, website. It's, yeah. it's it's probably twenty-two bucks over there. Not you probably won't get a slip though. No I'm slip. Sure now the slips slip. are sold out. The slips are sold out. Um, and if you get if you spend forty or I think it's forty or fifty bucks on uh, Vinegar Syndrome, you get free shipping. Yeah. Uh, so we did watch the director's cut. Today. Go check that out. Four um, K Master is what it was too. Look yeah, good. it's and it's from the thirty-five really millimeter film too. Uh, looked really good. So, um, so, yeah, that's Christmas Evil. Cool kills, cool story, different type of Christmas movie. So yeah, fucking creepy. Sure. Uh, moving on today, we watched uh, a movie with many titles, many many yes, titles. A French um, film. French film. The American given title on Shutter is 
Deadly Games, Dial Code, Santa Claus. Uh, but those are actually two separate working titles for the film. They've yeah. just been combined yeah, for the yeah. American release. Um, every title for this film, the original French title is 3615 Code Pierre Noel, also known as Deadly Games, Dial Code Santa Claus, Game Over, and Hide and Freak. Nice. Yes. Hide so, and Freak's uh, the weirdest one. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. this movie is Home Alone, a year before Home Alone came out, on steroids. Oh, yeah, for on sure. super, super-duper yes. steroids. I, and I'm going to go as um, far as to say not even steroids, but fucking crack. Yeah, he makes Macaulay Culkin look like a bitch. The, the, the whoever made this movie, fucking thank you. Yeah, for sure. That'd be, I'm uh, giving a big, huge thank you probably to the, gonna the writer, the director. Any name I say here. Everybody who was responsible for putting this movie in together. Yeah, they did a great job. Um, the director almost threatened legal action. For plagiarism against Home Alone, saying that they had remade his film. Yeah, but uh, you know, essentially, you know, this film we get this this super intelligent. I want to say he's like ten years old, eleven year old yes, kid, somewhere in that area, and he's just well off, well fucking off. Lives in yeah. a mansion with his grandpa and his mom, yep. and it opens up with this slick ass Rambo scene of him in his house, like yeah. he has his whole house set up for him to play fucking war games. Yeah. And just live out his fantasy. With his dog. And it's showed that he's just built all of this himself. You know, he's put all yeah. of this together because he's a smart kid. And this is laying grounds for us knowing that this kid, you know, knows his shit. He yeah, knows his man. way around his house. He knows how to set up cool He's not going to be an easy things. target. Um, we see this awesome booby trap in the floor to where yeah. like he's cha- his dog is the enemy and he sets mm-hmm. the booby trap off on the trap door and like the dog falls through the trap door. And uh, so you're like, damn, this kid's pretty cool. Yeah. But guess what? He wants to meet Santa. Yeah, he, he wants to prove. He still believes in He Santa. wants to prove yeah. that Santa Claus is real. So he gets on the uh, the World Wide Web. Which at the time is super primitive. Super primitive. Very, super primitive. very looking like fucking the Oregon Trail game. And uh, gets on like a public access uh, communication network and tries to find Santa. Yeah. And... Thinks he's talking to Santa. He's actually talking to some random ass fucking weirdo yeah. walking around downtown France, or mm-hmm. and uh, he gives out just enough information for this guy that's talking to find out his way to the house. Yeah, finds out where his mom works. And, and this, uh, when we say this guy is a fucking weirdo, he's a he could super, not have been cast any better weirdo. because this guy. Pulls off the fucking weirdest weirdo I've yeah. ever fucking seen. He's got, like, seen. that bulge head ever. to where it like, kind of looks like an alien. Like, his face is here, you know, at this distance. But then his forehead protrudes, like, an inch or two yeah. inches. Kind of like Megamind from yeah. the fucking anime. That's yeah. all I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got that weird forehead. Like, his brain's just a little too big for Almost his Almost Cro-Magnon. Yeah, yeah. You know? Looking, looking very odd. The only thing, the only person I've ever seen in a movie that looked weirder is probably fucking Lawrence. Tiny Tim and Blood Harvest. Lawrence Harvey, man, in uh, Human Centipede 2. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> is strange looking in that I movie. think he's on rival with the dude from Barbarian Sound Studio as well. Oh, I haven't a, seen that one yet. He's a very weird guy. He's plays, you've seen Captain America? He's Red Skull's assistant. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. He's in 13 cameras too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen those movies. Yeah, but um, but this guy's just a creep, and he weird as shit. Dons, he gets him a Santa suit, and gets uh, a can of snow spray, and literally sprays his. You gotta, you gotta. uh, 
he's playing Santa at this at his the the kid's mom's toy store party thing. Yeah, that's going yeah, on. For the town. And he gets in trouble for hitting one of the kids. Yeah, strikes the fucking kid, man. And uh, he gets fucking fired, and mm-hmm. uh, that's when all the fucking wild shit starts yep. to go down. And the kid guy snaps and spray paints his fucking beard and hair white, and he looks good actually after that, dude. Oh like, yeah, he looks. Like, he really looks like a deranged like Santa, Santa Claus. Yeah, and uh, for sure. From there, he makes his way to the kid's house. Yeah, and we play a deadly like 40 minute game of for sure cat and mouse this is a santa claus war game yeah. movie for and sure. we get an awesome set of what is basically essentially the kid's game room where he has like a, a bridge built out of toys that he's mm-hmm. made and all these other things that like a nine-year-old shouldn't be able to fucking for sure to pull off and make but you know below and behold movie magic we believe that this kid's oh, a fucking genius <laughs> it's it's been established at the beginning of the movie that he's got a high iq a high iq but yeah. he still has a very fantastic but he's got a, he's got his own camera security system set up. he's got the sickest fucking mullet ever, he's too. got a oh serious mullet serious fucking we kind of didn't we we forgot all about that at first yeah, but we yeah, gotta bring but that's that up. uh it's his action movie mullet man he's yeah got man going on and he's got uh a, a fucking like a pip boy from Fallout on his arm that just shows him all the cameras in his house and he can like change the access and shit on there. And this movie from 1989 with this cutting edge oh, yeah, technology man. like this, you know. These motherfuckers and, predicted the future. Yeah, and it's like it gets pretty fucking terrifying, you know. I want to say the first half of this movie uh, kind of builds up this comfortness for the kid and gives you this uh, sense of security, like uh, the warmth, but it just like kind of gets well, ready for the terror you know, that's coming in that. Second and third I, had, I had asked you at about the midway point of the movie how mm-hmm. much longer it was because I thought we were in the third act. No, this is the beginning of the but second. Dude, the second act is the third act of other movies, mm-hmm. and this third act is like some kind of fucking wild, goddamn, yeah, no holds barred, fucking just balls to the wall right. action fest. And it was a bold choice for the filmmakers to make a young child the um, the victim here. Yeah. The victim and the protagonist. Because now he, we actually see this reflected in the ending of the film. He's trauma, going to be traumatized for life, man. Yeah, yeah. This is now going to affect him. Like, he is, his IQ could be stunted now. You know, his technological uh, growth that he was making mm-hmm. can now take a serious downfall because yeah. of him literally being almost murdered by Santa Claus. Yeah, for sure. So, it's a, it was a wild movie. It was fun. Apparently, it was like... Um, lost for a long time. Yeah, until it this was, was just a, this recently, was a, a hidden gem. Uh, the American Genre Film Archive restored yeah, it. Yeah, wow. And, and it just had its North American premiere at Fantastic Fest in Austin two years ago in 2018. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vinegar Syndrome actually just put out a Blu-ray of it not too long ago. Nice. Uh, the uh, the director did win Best Film and Best Director at the 1990 Fanta Festival nice. in France. So when it came out, you know, it did have its just desserts, but I'm sure I don't have the details here. But it, it somebody got, probably bought it. Somewhere and along nothing the lines, it just got it. lost in the shuffle, you know, man. You know, somebody probably bought it, and shit happened whenever they bought it, and they just but, never saw the light of day. Man, I'm going five out of five on this one. Yep, great movie. Balls to the wall. I love fucking French movies. This one's no exception. This is probably the happiest ending I've ever seen in a French movie, to be real. And that's and saying, it's sad it's because this is fucking this is yeah he's so traumatized at the end of this movie and it does not look uh, good for the kid. it doesn't give you that whole happy feel good vibe that just he, he's just fucking he's victorious but he's fucking definitely shaken up to the fucking core uh, and with that being said the, the other French films I've seen have been like 
martyrs <laughs> and uh Aravar, uh, Les Avants, and Man Bites Dog and Have you seen Inside? No, I haven't seen Inside. Oh, dude. Um That's a good one. So yeah, not used to happy endings in my French movies. Uh so this one is definitely a happier ending than most of those. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, next up we got Red Christmas from 2016, starring Miss D. Wallace, and it's an Australian film. Yeah, so second foreign film of the day. We got uh, two American characters, and the rest of the characters are all Australian. Seem to be, yeah, or seem to be Australian. Um, it starts out with all this anti-abortion stuff going on, and then you see a abortion clinic where people have been killed, and there's this guy who is carrying out what I assume to have been an a uh, attempted abortion fetus, maybe. But it's like a unsuccessful. It's a it's a fetus, but it's like a live fetus. I don't know. Yeah, he's still. Leaving. It's fucking weird. So. We cut to, from that to... 20 years later. 20 years later. Uh, nice swanky family on Christmas. Yeah, Dee Wallace is getting shit ready for her Christmas dinner for her family and with her family. we got to establish that uh, we got some adopted children here of various ages. They all seem to be older, you know, in their 30s. Um, um, I think that the only one that's adopted is... Uh, nope. The, the youngest girl. The younger girl. The, uh, the daughters were adopted. All. So the... the uh, Jimmy or Jerry? Jerry is his name, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the only actual birth child because she said there's eight of us adopted sisters or something. Oh, uh, I don't. She play. said during the when they were eating the food. The I don't know. I got lost with all that. I, yeah. I just assumed it's not were, really important to the plot. I just for assumed they were all his children. The her Down children. syndrome kid is her child. Yeah. Um, and he's fucking hilarious. Dude, he's the best. He's actor the greatest the fucking thing. Steals the show. So dramatic. Like, he's the reason over we the top. Watch this movie. Uh, um, we get we get some really cool kills. I don't think it's necessary for us to try to tell the plot of this film because yeah. we do we will spoil mm-hmm. the. It's reveal. better going into it without knowing, because uh, it'd be hard to talk about without telling you. What's... But we see some badass kills, yeah, like Cagney was saying. Kills, um, no jokes really in this movie. It's pretty serious tone well, at the at the beginning there's some joking going on because it's just you know family. yeah well it's just uh yeah lightheartedness yeah. with the son but there's no comic relief yeah. once it gets going no, once it gets going um, it's balls to the wall the, just the mom did not deserve any of that i think no. a very sweet woman no not at that all paid for things that shouldn't have happened yeah so but it's um definitely christmas definitely oozy definitely christmas christmassy uh not very feel but good. I will commend it on uh, any type of film that will give a special needs actor, whether it be Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, autism, any, autism anything, yeah. uh, giving them screen time and then not exploiting them yeah. for their differences. I always commend that. Or, or making their their uh, difference a the key thing to their. Per- yeah, to their and it was it was in the plot for this, but it yeah. wasn't. Um, it wasn't the, story. the only that thing. That wasn't the though. reason this movie happened is yeah. because there's a Down syndrome character, which and I, I always appreciate that, you know, because uh, it's too often I mean, that you'll see a movie where they'll it happens a lot. Like it happens that. a lot in movies with any kind of, uh, you know, non-white mm. male character. They get kind of like uh, their sexuality or their race or whatever is what defines the character. Yeah. 
or their like difference, their handicap, whatever that there is to them. Uh, it's it's what defines the character, and that's not what happens in no. this movie. So, it doesn't define yeah, the just character. Just a big fan of treating people like people, man. Because he is fucking so three dimensional. Yeah, he's super fun. three dimensional. He has a great time. He has some of the best lines. He chooses the scenery, man, and uh, yes, let people be people. Don't uh, judge them and put them on a world stage yeah. for people to point at. Be uh, let them excel and be themselves. Be, a, be actual writers. If you're gonna write, yeah, be sure. uh, be a writer. That's why I love Johnny Knoxville's The Ringer. Uh, he gave all of those actors a place to shine and um, and improvise and just only, be themselves. But only a few of those actors were actually special needs. Though. Right, yeah. Um, the uh, Jimmy uh, and the one that is uh, the one that whose CD scratches, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're the only two that are, I think, are But that actual. was the point of that movie was yeah, to yeah. You know, not treat people differently. Because mm. they're just as that's just a as good movie. Though. I enjoyed that movie. Um, I've got I got a soft spot for stuff like that. So Red Christmas like though, man, movie. three out of five all yep. day for sure. Check it out on Shutter. Appropriate. It's on Shutter and Tubi actually. Shutter and Tubi. Yeah, and uh, Prime I believe actually too. Oh, so you got so you got options. You got options to watch this one. Uh, then last but not least at all by any means. Little under the radar movie that I don't think many people have heard of. This is a movie um, I hadn't heard of it until last year, around this time because uh, my good friend Micah at Vizart was having the cult movies in the cave, and this was the movie they were showing. Okay. Um, well, we watched it today brother. for Martell's Movie Madness, a movie called Elves tell you, from 1989. We get some. Uh, incestuous vibes going on early on in this movie so this movie where do you even begin to, to describe the plot of this film we've got um a whole race of half human half elf nazi neo-nazi hybrids that are trying to take over yeah the world. they're trying to come back from <laughs> from the earth or whatever yeah i don't fucking know but there's this fucking like these girls are like a cult or something of fucking anti Christmas and yeah. Uh, and when they do an anti Christmas like uh, sacrifice ritual, they end up awakening this. Yeah, they awaken one of the race, elves, which was like the granddad's original plan back in the day. And damn, know, uh, that she fell into. Early on in this movie, we get some kind of sleaze going on. We got some titties. Some uh, she's taking a shower, and her little brother peeps on her. Yeah. <laughs> Little brother, and she goes, <laughs> she calls him a pervert, and he says, "I'm not a pervert. You got big titties." And then she says, "I'm your fucking sister," and he says, "Yeah, and you got fucking big titties." And I'm gonna tell everybody. Yeah, that song. yeah, she says, "I'm not a pervert." She says, "I'm your sister." He's like, "Yeah, and you got big fucking titties." I'm gonna tell everybody I saw him. And I am just like, "Bruh, <laughs> little man is savage, that and he's just so fucking hilarious. crazy. No boundaries with this kid, man. This fucking incestuous little fuck." Like, he is the, the, just the most perverted little kid, yeah. I think, ever. And uh, he's getting these kick-ass Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking PJs on, though, when, they, when this is all going right. around. <laughs> and uh, we got, like I said, like we were talking about, we got Nazis going on. We got these, fucking... These little crazy elf things, they look fucking ridiculous. Awful. Uh, they look bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Real bad. Real but, fucking uh, bad. Some fun kills with them, though. You know? Oh, you yeah. Watch them stab a dude in the balls. Uh, that's a dirty Santa. Awesome. Yeah, dirty Santa. We get the he, he sits. Uh, he get, uh, said girl who has big titties sits on his lap, and he's like <laughs> telling her he wants oral for Christmas. Yeah, and so uh, she goes and tells on starts him. to run that hand up yep. that thigh, and 
Ooh, she's she not having any of that. She that. goes and tells the fucking manager, and he gets fucking fired, shit canned. And then we're, we get our elf. And then he got ball stabbed by an elf. Stabbed him in the balls. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a little, little justice there, kind of, almost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instant karma. Instant karma. Uh, this movie is just fucking goddamn. It, it's wild. It's a rare fucking film, too. The VHS yeah. copy is expensive. The DVD copy is expensive. Um, it's a it's a trash classic. And people, yes. people love it, man. People yes. seek out this film. Uh, out of all the movies you watched today, this movie's got the least amount of Christmas fucking spirit in it. For sure. There ain't no Christmas in this movie. This movie's uh-uh. like anti-fucking Mm-mm. Christmas. Uh, but it's a good time. It's fun. It's a culmination of the 80s. It's 1989. It's the final year. Our, uh, um, and they've, you know, we see pretty much any classic 80s stereotype as yeah. present in this film. You our know, the repla- kids are stuck in a mall. Our replacement Santa is actually a guy who kind of looks like Santa. Dan Haggerty, man. Who he ends steals up being the show. like a fucking... He ends up being our goddamn hero. He's a very basically. warm actor too. Yeah. He's a very like you want to sit and just listen to his mm-hmm. smooth buttery voice yeah. talk, you know. He feels like that older grandpa that, you know, he he used to be a real badass when he was young, but now he's just kind of a badass. But now he's just wise. He just uh, sits back and yeah. he sits back and kind of lets you play out your life. Yeah, I guess and we're then, just talking about the actor because this character, not so much. He fucking is down and out on his luck and needed a job as a Santa. Oh yeah, but got he's still, it. he's still got that badass vibe to it. Yeah, for sure. Buddy's homeless. You he's, know. Sleeping, he's sleeping at the mall. He yeah. didn't have a place to live. And, uh, he's able to coincide and diverge with our yeah. main actress and our, her two friends. And they get to who fucking are, go who get are, Who are in the mall after closing dressed slutty doing a, their makeup. Their makeup. Doing some kind of. They're they're doing another anti Christmas uh, ritual. Ritual. Yeah. Uh, which is fucking just wild. This it, movie is just so crazy. It's something, man. It, <laughs> the best thing for us to say gym. is just go watch it. Yeah. Because it, there's anything, a lot going on too. Anything we say about it is not going to do it justice. No, because we can't even provide you a pop a proper fucking visual. I mean, Nazi elves, human. Hybrids, hybrids, that, and, and that's what Hitler actually wanted. Sleazy, is what this movie tells you. Sexy girls and uh, incestuous little brothers that peep on their sister, and and the granddad is actually her dad. Psycho mom that kills yeah. the cat by drowning it in the fucking to- toilet. Yeah, that damn. Uh, she gets a good kill scene. That's a fun watching that mom get right. fucking get hers yep. is fun. Uh, watching all of them get it's fun in this movie, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Who delivers? It's, it's not terrible. And it left us on a cliffhanger ending. I never thought I'd see a, a monster elf human hybrid use a handgun before. No. But I did. I saw it they, they shot straight up. And he movie, was a good man. shot. It was intense. For sure. So I'm going to give that one a three out of five also. Lots of fun. I'll definitely be rewatching it at some point. I'm going to probably track down a disc copy or a VHS copy if I can for like cheap. Uh, not, good luck with that. I'm not going to spend 500 bucks on one or anything like that. That's fucking insane. But if I can find a DVD for like 12 bucks, maybe. Maybe. Might have the bootleg. This but time. I have a feeling this will be a Vinegar Syndrome release one day. At man. some point, Within yeah, probably. Years, this movie would fit perfectly. Or Severn. Yeah, this movie would fit perfectly in one of those. They just got to restore it and get it out there. Yeah. But uh, So that was our first Christmas episode, man. Yeah, man. Uh, how many other Christmas episodes we got this month? We got one more Christmas episode, and we next week we've got Hanukkah episode. That's next week. Yeah, yeah, brother. 
Only four weeks in December. And then so next week is our Hanukkah episode, and then the yeah. week after that is our Christmas special, which is going to be a part one and part two, like we did. Yeah, Halloween. we're going to do part one, part two. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, I got some cool game. A cool game for us to play. All right. That I came up with. I made up. Looking forward to it. Um, I can go ahead and talk about it right now. Uh, let me look at my notes here. Okay, this is going to be a game came up with. It's, gonna be, it's like two truths and a lie. Okay. But it's a fake movie title. I'm going to name three movie titles, and you got to tell me which one's the fake one. All right. And uh, we'll you can do that too, so, yeah, so I'll come up go with ahead some. and we'll come up with like three yeah. rounds each. All right. That. I thought it would be something. And then uh, you can come up with a game too, you know, something like that. Okay, we'll, we'll play do them something on the, cool. We'll do probably play fun. those on the bonus episode, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, why not? I'll bring the horror trivia too. We can answer the ones we haven't answered already. <laughs> um, Which actually – Ah, shit. Now we'll be recording it the Monday before Christmas. I was about to say, I think my mom's getting me the full version of the Horror Trivia Pursuit oh, nice. for Christmas. So. Maybe you can get her to give it to you on the 21st. <sighs> she likes to have something wrapped up. So, right. And she's already given me my jacket. Oof. So. Oof. So it's cold outside, baby. Yeah. You need to be warm. She didn't want me freezing. Feel you? That's what moms do. So. Don't want their babies to, to freeze and die. Yeah, right. <laughs> All you moms so, listening out there, you know, make sure your kids aren't next fucking cold week, this week. Next week, we're going to watch some Hanukkah movies, like uh, I said. Uh, we're going to watch Hanukkah. Fun. The only Hanukkah horror movie. We're going to watch Eight Crazy Nights. Excited. Love it. Uh, the Night Before, awesome. which is only kind of a Hanukkah movie, but it's, it ties in funny. enough. And uh, we're going to watch Cagney's favorite of the group. <sighs> Mistletoe and menorahs. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's a got, fucking lifetime movie. It's got Craig Epstein. Ryan it's got is a Jake a, Epstein from Ryan is making Craig. us watch a lifetime movie. See, okay, so the original plan was we were going to watch Hanukkah. Four lifetime movies. We were going to watch Hanukkah and uh, Eight Crazy Nights and then watch two uh, Hallmark movies. Woo. Hallmark Christmas movies. And Cagney was bitching and moaning. <laughs> so I was like, all I, right. I never bitched and moaned. We had discussions. I was like, all right, all right. We'll turn it into a Hanukkah episode. Uh-huh. And I found, uh, we, we, we were like the night before, we'll add that. And then I found one that kind of met both of the criteria. <laughs> a lifetime being, Hanukkah film. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Hallmark, Hallmarky. So, so it's Lifetime, and it's a uh, Hanukkah at So the same next time. week's episode, if you hear me over here bitching about me being single and wanting somebody to spend Christmas with, yeah. it's because we done watched a sappy fucking <laughs> Lifetime movie <laughs> and reminded me how lonely I'm going to be this holiday hey, season. <laughs> it's going to expand our audience. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you think the people that watch Lifetime movies listen to podcasts about movies? Maybe. No. You don't know. They don't understand movies listen i'm gonna tell you straight up horror directors make lifetime movies yeah all the time so the, <laughs> the crossover is like job, there dude. the crossover is there a job though yeah they're not making it because they had an artistic vision oh, i have it. i have no expectation of this movie to be good what i have this expect what i have the expectation of is this movie to be fun to poke fun at what time are we at on the podcast right now we are at almost an hour and a half so we're hell gonna wrap yeah. it up hell yeah what a um, episode. It's a 90 make minute. sure you guys are following us on instagram facebook twitter it's it's gonna be instagram uh and facebook at martell's movie madness and twitter is 
at Movie Madness 69. Nice. Go on and check us out on Patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Go ahead and check out that YouTube. We're dropping. I'm dropping three new videos this month. I'm going to drop them on the Thursday of each week, the day before we drop the podcast on the public uh, streams. And uh, make sure you follow me as well on uh, Instagram, at Trader Trash God, and Twitter, Martell the God. And then Cagney, let them know where you can find they can find you. Follow me. Follow me. Uh, Cagney likes this on Instagram. Um, Cagney Larkin on Facebook. You can send me a friendo requesto, and I will hit accepto. Um, sometimes <laughs> I delete people though if I don't know them. Sometimes so uh, send me a message. Say you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah, follow for follow. Uh, <laughs> follow like for like. Uh, dude, I was I'm still reeling over spring last <laughs> week. What a great movie. Man. Make sure you check out our live streams. The hashtag the lesson. Uh, <laughs> no, I do not be affiliated anymore. <laughs> Take me out. Um, you guys go watch every movie we talked about last week, please. Yes. And watch Freaky. And, and every movie we talked about this week. I'm going to be real. Like, there's not one that you shouldn't watch. Yeah, definitely check out all of them. Except, except you might you might could get away with not watching The Elf or Sleigh Bells. Oh, but you're gonna the feel what you watching. You're going to feel very incomplete if you don't watch those movies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> definitely watch uh, fucking uh, Castle Freak though. That's a good one, and uh, it's got a mid-credit scene that teases a Reanimator remake. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's got a little uh, a little bit of Herbert Herbert West going on in there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be great, man. I'm I can a, feel I'm a, it. I'm a Reanimator guy. I can so. feel it, dude. It, it it had me jacked up for yeah. one, man. But uh, Castle so. Freak, not so much. Yep, so that's what we got this week, and next week, hopefully, I'll be I'll have watched Freaky, and we can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Uh, Super fun movie, man. That huge thank you to Troy Babs, uh, one of our Patreon supporters, who just bought a t-shirt. He's a big supporter of the show. He pretty much donates money anytime we ask for money to be donated, and uh, he's supported me as an artist and as a podcaster since I've known him. Uh, and yeah, just a huge, huge shout out to him. I'm about to be on his podcast soon. Which oh, he's is gonna got be a podcast. Co- yeah, too? it's gonna be called TV and a Movie, and he hosts it with his daughter. Oh, and we're gonna be talking. Cool. I think we're gonna be talking about the original Death Wish on there. Okay, nice. So, how old's his daughter? Twenty something. Okay, because when you say that, yeah. I was thinking like him and his like eight nine year old. It was daughter. the thing was it was supposed to be a movie that I didn't think she had seen or okay. he, or he or she had seen, and he said it had been long enough since he had seen it that he didn't remember anything I about think, yeah, it. But Death Wish is like a cable cable television classic, dude. Bro, that was a UPN every Saturday. You you could see Charles Bronson doing some dirty work. I watched it the first time I ever watched it. It was on. Um, IFC, I think. Mm-hmm. And it came on at like 2 o'clock in the morning. So I set my VCR to record it. Or no, my uh, TiVo, because that was like a new thing that I had. Right. And uh, so I recorded it and TiVo. watched it. And I was fucking just blown away. Jacked. Because I, I didn't know about Charles Bronson until... Um, I'd See, I knew about the band Charles Bronson before I knew about the actor Charles Bronson. And I knew that the actor Charles Bronson was the namesake of the band... And I had known reference to Charlie Charles Bronson because in the the movie True Romance, uh, 
the character Drexel Spivey says, you know what we got here? Motherfucking Charlie Bronson. It's a sound <laughs> clip from one of the Charles Bronson, the band movies. Yeah. But then I just discovered him on this fucking, I was like looking up movies that I should watch by him and Death Wish was one of them. And I watched Death Wish and Mr. Majestic and a whole bunch of other ones like as soon as I could. And I was just hooked on Charles Bronson ever since. And now every time I see anything with Charles Bronson that I don't have, I have to grab it. Nice. So, uh, but yeah, thank y'all for listening as always. And, uh, thank you for being patient with us this week. Cause we ran on a little bit with our, what you watching? Uh, and Ryan trying to decide whether or not he should cut stuff. Oh the man. <laughs> yes. This is, it's just, it's only going to get worse from here on out. It's just going to get, it's going to be crazy. By the time, by the end of the year, this fucking podcast is going to be two hours long. Yeah. Every week. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but yeah, People thank y'all. more content, right? Thank y'all. Hopefully they know. do. I don't know. Like Dude, does a, anybody even listen to this fucking to... show? <laughs> I know. I know. At least um, one person that listens. Some, sometimes. We were talking about something one day when we were writing the movie or when we were shooting the movie. And it was something we had talked about on the podcast. And nobody knew that we had talked about it on the podcast. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Everybody's um, working no, on this somebody movie. Somebody asked us if we had seen The Meg, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, they I asked us like, if we had seen a movie that I we was had like, covered. Wow, you guys obviously don't listen to the podcast because yeah. we did a whole episode on that movie. It's stupid. It was like all your friends. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody listens to our podcast. That's okay. <laughs> we, just, we just do this to talk to yeah. each other. We, we're just, you know, we're just a bunch of dudes. We made a movie. We're though. guys being dudes. We're dudes, dudes being, being bros, guys. buddies being pals, pals being gals. Hopefully, we don't have COVID nineteen because we did come into contact <laughs> with somebody that had it. <laughs> unfortunately, would we, would we announce that? Uh, nah, I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we or tell am I we're sick? No, we're not. Uh, be on the lookout for more information about the movie Martell's Movie Madness, the movie Part One, the beginning. Uh, it's out there. It was. Man, let's watch some fucking movies. Bye. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round. What do you want for Christmas, little girl? For it not to be Christmas. What? Oh, it's snow. Can you make it snow? Oral. What? Santa said oral.